Welcome to the Everyman Sports Podcast, the show for fans, by fans. No former pros, no so-called experts, just real passionate fans. From outside on a porch to inside a living room, in the parking lot of a stadium to the dining room table, friends and families chat about their teams, their games, and what makes them cheer. This is Everyman Sports. Hello and welcome to another episode of Everyman Sports, a long-delayed episode, that is. My name is Chad. I'm the owner-operator of this podcast. Our number is 626-427-7678. That's 626-427-7678. You can find us across social media at Everyman Sports, one word. Uh, if you are a uh, frequent listener to this podcast, you may have noticed, wow, this is a very long time since uh, <laughs> we've had a new episode. And uh, yes, I can, I'll start off by talking about that. Um, I'll be honest, um, as the beginning of the baseball season started, and uh, well, first of all, if you are a frequent listener or if you're a new listener, um, you might know this or you might not, that outside of the football season when we have a regulated, you know, every week episode that deals with the f- uh, next, you know, the next week of football, it's a lot easier to stay on the schedule when you come across something like the baseball season or the end of the MVA or the end of uh, the NHL and, you know, when the weather starts to get nice. It's it's a little difficult to sort of stick with that uh, regiment um, of, you know, putting an episode out every week because sometimes you need things to sort of happen. Um, and then as a fan of teams like the New York Mets and the New York Jets, as the season progressed with the Mets, and if you listened to a previous episode, you, you would have heard my prediction that the Mets would have made the playoffs but lost the World Series or not not won the World Series at the very least. You would have known that I... I, like so many other people in baseball and so many Met fans in general, had this very uh, exciting idea of how the season would go. And then as the season progressed from April into May and then into June, it just got worse and worse. Um, Injuries were the biggest part of it. Injuries to the pitching staff. The Mets came into the season expecting, okay, uh, you know, to have everybody, uh, Syndergaard and DeGrom and Mats and Harvey and, you know, all this stuff. And then it started off in the World Baseball Classic when Seth Lugo got injured. Oh, okay, well, that's one guy. We've still got Gesellman and other people. And then Harvey had a breakdown of sorts around Cinco de Mayo over um, Andrew... I, I always forget her name. She's the supermodel. Last name, Lima. I, I, pardon me if I mispronounce her first name so i'm not even gonna try last name's lima she's a supermodel you've probably heard of her um had dated him and then she was dating julian edelman and he sort of freaked out and would send text messages to mets hey i can't pitch today i'm not feeling well quote unquote and things weren't working out well for him during you know when he was pitching and then Syndergaard, you know becomes very just so full of himself. I mean, look, these are young pitchers in the largest media market in the United States and uh, one of the top at least 10 media destinations in the world. So you're under a microscope and you get, you know, lauded for positives and you get reamed out for negatives. And 
Here's a guy like Syndergaard. He does almost everything right off. The, he's popular. He's good-looking. He's got. He just has it. A lot of the it factors that um, so many uh, places look for. And so when he's having an issue, and the Mets want to say, "Hey, we would like you to take an MRI," he feels after all this stuff that's gone on in his personal life, and you know what's happened with how the media and the fans have you know, attach themselves to him, that he feels that he can say, no, I'm not going to take an MRI. I know my body. And then shortly after he gets injured, pulls a, you know, a muscle uh, in his, I think, in his chest area. But the point is, is that, you know, it all could have been avoided had he gone to an MRI. So you've got somebody who's breaking down uh, off the field and his on-field performance wasn't matching it. You've got somebody who thinks he's literally Thor, a superhero, and then just uh, more injuries happening. Neil Walker going down and David Wright not coming back. And Duda, Lucas Duda was down for a while. And then uh, Jerry Familia, the closer, went down. And just injury after injury after injury and losses kept piling up. And not that I hate the Yankees, but I really don't like them. And when a place where, <laughs> to get in the mind of a Met fan, for years... You've seen everything go wrong. <clears throat> There's no other team that's had the celebrated mishandling of everything. There's a misery index on Sports Illustrated, if you ever want to see. And there's things like the Louis Castillo dropping the third out, no, the last out of a game and allowing all the runs to score and, and the Yankees even winning the game. There's, you know, um, Francisco... Uh, uh, Rodriguez, <clears throat> pardon me, um, their closer, Francisco Rodriguez, you know, punching his father-in-law outside of the press room. There's Chris Benson's wife, a super, Anna, Anna, Ann Benson, Anna Benson, saying that if her husband, on, on Howard Stern, if, you know, my husband cheats, I'm going to sleep with the whole team. Just all this stuff that, of course, it has to happen to the Mets. And so when we're told through polls that the Mets now own New York City, that they're the most popular team in New York, baseball team in New York City. And after two straight playoff appearances, including one where you went to the World Series and everybody's back and everybody's healthy, you get this big head, this big chest. And for once, one time, there was this sense of, no, it's not going to go wrong. And then it all goes wrong. That brings you down so hard. And then to see... The Yankees, although they'll compete in a couple years, you don't have to worry anything about them. Boom, Aaron Judge becomes Mickey Mantle. He becomes Joe DiMaggio and Babe Ruth all rolled into one. And he's taking New York and baseball by storm. Forget Bryce Harper, forget Mike Trout. Here comes Aaron Judge with his mammoth home runs. And, I mean, the Yankees, who are the class of all organizations, are now... You capitalizing on this fame, they've never done this before. They've got a section out in the bleachers, the what is it, judges' chambers. And, you know, if you sit in these, it looks like a jury box. And if you sit in there, you know, you get to wear these robes, these, you know, judge robes, and on the back they say 99. And they've got all rise, which, look, honestly, that is a great, like, little nickname, like, campaign, slogan, nickname, whatever you want to say. It's perfect. All rise. Here comes Aaron Judge. So to hear all that as a Met fan, 
And to see all the devastation that's happening across the way in Queens, it's tough to stay positive. And then on the football front, when the Jets decided to just get rid of everybody, they are doing what the Colts did, the suck for luck. Well, now it's going to be um, the sham for Sam. They're going to try and tank the season in hopes of getting Sam Darnold, uh, the quarterback out of USC. And they get rid of everybody, Decker. Uh, Fitzpatrick was fine, and Gino was fine, and, and Brandon Marshall, which was, honestly, that was amicable. They said, look, we want to get rid of players. And like, That's okay, I don't want to be here. Okay, great, so you can go across the way to, to the Giants, which works out fine for him, good for him. And he brought Gino along, two for the price of one. And they get rid of Mangold, and just all these players are leaving in droves. Some I understand, look, Darrell Rivas was not the same. He can go. But Mangold was... I, that one's a tough one. As a as a Jet fan, like he was just so enjoyable. He loved playing for the Jets. He loved being in New York. I mean, he once got kicked out of a Rangers game because he was yelling at the refs uh, and wearing a Rangers jersey. How can you not love the guy? And to see all that, and then to see the Patriots off their Super Bowl win just get better somehow getting better, Brandon Cooks, and um, they let Marcellus Bennett go, but then they trade for Dwayne Allen. That's the other thing. These teams are trading. Why are you trading your players to the Patriots? Oh, yeah, they're going to give you draft picks. They don't care. They just get more draft picks. Draft picks are nothing to them. It really is because they have so many. Okay, well, we'll just use that to get a guy who we can, who we know can do it. So it just... It's so difficult to see my favorite teams, and this, I think, can speak to anybody's fandom. If you're a fan of any team that has had difficulty, if you're a a Mariners fan, if you're a Pirates fan, if you're a fan of all these different teams, or if you're a fan of the Arizona Cardinals, or if you're a fan of, you know, wherever you live that you're listening and you have a strong fandom with a team, the problem is is that I and so many millions of other people have decided a very long time ago that the Mets and Jets are going to be our passion. That's that's difficult. The only thing that really you know helps me is that far off idea that well when we win it's just going to be that much more special. And you have to go through a lot and look another insight if you know somebody who's a Met and a Jet fan you kind of get an idea how their personality is going to be. They're not necessarily going to be the most depressed people, um, but they'll be happy with small victories. So I'm not going to tell you to just get them any old gift and they'll be happy, but don't be surprised if you're like, I got you a gift card. Yes, great, perfect. That's just what I wanted. No, you didn't have to do anything else. That's all I wanted because it's the little victories that that I met in a Jet fan like. So that's that. Um, but speaking about the world of baseball, um, uh, it's a little bit after the All-Star break, but I think I can at least give my mid-season prediction. Um, I like the Dodgers in the National League. They really are stacked. Cody Bellinger is, has just come along. He's been the National League's version of Aaron Judge. And, you know, even with Kershaw just going down, Clayton Kershaw, he's going to be out with a little while with a back injury. He's had back injuries before. Um, but, I mean, they're just too talented. 
and they're just going to get stronger after the trading deadline, which is coming up very, very soon. And I like them a lot. I don't think the Nationals will be able to compete. They are like a different version of the Mets. Like they get to the playoffs and then they just collapse. I mean, their greatest um, achievement is a game-winning homer in like game three of a series they lost. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's That just doesn't really work for you know the rest of baseball you know you have to have something to show and you know some uh, division titles and playoff appearances in the end is not going to do it uh for the nationals um the cubs as i predicted and so many did too uh have a uh, a world series hangover they're still competing they're actually in first place but they're hovering around 500 i mean this was a team that just this wasn't supposed to happen and here it is it's happening uh, and the brewers were a big surprise in the first half and they're starting to cool off which is sad to see because they've got a low payroll that's a franchise you know similar to the mets just you know you want something positive to happen and it just hasn't been um so you want to see them long and the rockies and the diamondbacks in the, for the wild card i mean they, they've got the wild cards wrapped up they're not going to win the division from the dodgers even though with, there's still a lot of baseball left to play, but it, it no, they're they're going to be for the wild card game. So it'll be interesting to see because I don't think we've had two teams this far in advance pretty much set. They're only going to jockey for who's going to host the game, but they they will face each other. There's no doubt about it. Um, uh, so it'll be interesting to see how the game turns out. That one game wild card game when you have two teams that have been in the same position all season long, trying to you know are going to eventually uh, play each other. So there's no way around for any other teams to sneak in with the wild card. And then in the American League, the Houston Astros um, have just been getting better and better these last couple seasons. Jose Altuve is unbelievable. Carlos Correa going down will, you know, it's tough. They've been able to get around it because they've got, so, you know, Altuve uh, has a 19-game hitting streak as uh, as of this recording. Um, you know, George Springer. I mean, their pitchers have been really good, so they they seem they're going to be a lock for the National League West. Um, and then the AL East, um, it's like the old days. It's the Red Sox and the Yankees up at the top with the Rays hanging around too. Uh, poor Blue Jays and Orioles. They had their window, and now it's pretty much closing. Um, these last couple seasons, now it's it's almost closed. The Indians are still atop the National League, uh, the American League Central. The Royals are still hanging around too. Um, Mariners are a little bit farther back. So again, uh, the Net, the Red Sox don't have the East locked up. You know, so there's a three-team fight at the top there with the Yankees, Rays, and uh, Red Sox. So it'll be interesting to see how that one game. And there's the Royals are just on the outside. They might be able to sneak in. So. It'll be interesting to see how that happens. But the trading deadline's coming up. No big names as of yet. Um, the Mets did trade Lucas Duda, who will be a free agent, so that makes sense. But you're hearing names like you uh, Darvish uh, of the Rangers are going to get traded. And you hear about Sonny Gray from the Athletics. He'll, he'll probably be traded. And uh, so nothing too big right now. Just some pitchers going back and forth. So it would be interesting to happen. That happens on Monday the, or the 31st, I know. Yeah, Monday is the 31st, so uh, that's a very exciting time if you're a baseball fan, the trading deadline, because I always love to hear the war rumors, 
swirling. Oh, this person might go, ooh, that might be exciting. Hey, I wonder what's going to happen. And then when, you know, the big trades do happen, you're like, oh, wow, that's awesome. Sometimes they're not so big trades. Um, training camps just opened in the NFL. Um, and, you know, in August when uh, the game, when the preseason games are played, we will start back up with um, our uh, our NFL uh, episodes, a preview episode later in August. Uh, to go over that stuff, that'll be good. Um, fantasy football is coming back. If you would like to be a part of the Everyman uh, Sports uh, Podcast uh, f- Fantasy Football League, you can contact me. I would say on Twitter would be the best, at Everyman Sports, one word, at Everyman Sports. Still looking for a couple uh, people, maybe one or two, to try and fit in. Um, so if you're interested and you're listening, please uh, come on board. Um, I'd like to give a big shout-out to Alex our frequent guest and contributor uh, across the pond, Alex. Uh, Missy here. And I'll be honest, um, not having somebody... Uh, I enjoy having my dad on during the football season. But, I, you know, I would like to mix it up and try to get other people. I will try to uh, reach out and get some more people on. Um, and uh, also take it behind the curtain. I actually got a new position at my job. Um, so I'm very happy about that. So to take you further inside... Uh, I use Podbean, podbean.com, to uh, host my podcast. And um, thanks to my new position, I'll be able to increase the uh, the um, payments for premium content. So I'll be able to tailor the episodes more to where the listenership is, get more demographics of what's coming in, and most importantly, an unlimited storage. Because, uh, look, if you're interested to take you further in, the website at the base price, at the base base cost, it's 100 megabytes per month. During the football season, do four episodes, you kind of figure, okay, well, if I can get them <clears throat> uh, 25 minutes and under, then I should be able to fit it in. But then you got the one month where there's the five, um, the five weeks, you know, the way, when we recorded. Or, oh boy, this episode went a little bit longer than I thought because there was a lot to talk about. Well, and then you go over the 100, and then I've got to delete episodes. And then over the summer, I need to re-upload them. So this upcoming fall and winter, I'll be able to host um, an un- or you know put up an unlimited amount of content megabyte-wise. So let's bring it back to sports if you're really not interested in that. Um, the Mayweather-McGregor fight is coming up late August. Um, the press conferences were very enjoyable. Uh, it'll be interesting, and I I would like to see McGregor fight or win because it, then it wouldn't be fun just to be well. Of course, he lost. He's not a boxer, and Mayweather is a very good boxer, and he is, he is. He's a very good boxer. Um, but you know, what's the harm in putting a small amount on McGregor if you're if you're legally allowed to bet? You know, if not, then you pretty much just lost the equivalent of what you were gonna pay for the. For the pay-per-view. But I am excited to hear that um, certain uh, movie theaters through Fathom Events. Because Fathom Events do things like uh, you can watch the opera at a movie theater. Or if you're into, and we've done an episode about um, uh, Drum Corps International, uh, Music's Major League, you know, marching bands. They do annually... um, things through Fathom events at movie theaters. You go and you can watch drum corps shows at a movie theater. 
and stuff like that. So now they're going to do this. And so I'm very excited. I think it's like $40 a ticket. But if you want to see it, you don't have to. You can just sit at home, wait for their you know, results. But if you want to see it, that might be good. I'm going to try and see if I can do that through that. So that would be good. Um, basketball free agency has been absolutely crazy. Um, Chris Paul going from the Clippers and goes to Houston. Blake Griffin staying where he is. And now Kyrie Irving wanting to get off of Cleveland um, for reasons that we just don't know. But Derek Rose is now in Cleveland now. Um, uh, Durant stays in in Golden State, and so does Curry, of course. And um, the Celtics get the first overall pick. Um, and uh, these super teams, like I know a lot has been talking about, but the super team is is unique to basketball for a lot of reasons now. Uh, in the NBA, there's um, a starting lineup of only five players with um, a maximum of 11 players on on the roster. Uh, during a game, the NHL has you know, six starting players, but they also have a roster of, uh, uh, you know, closer to like 30. Um, and then, of course, baseball's got 25 players and football's got 53. So, because the NBA has such a small roster, they it's much easier to compile these players. And every everybody's just wondering, what do you do? Well, the first thing with the NBA is because it's the only sport where you don't, you are not, you had, you you don't wear anything on your head. Like in football, you wear helmets. So unless you know what the player looks like, mainly a quarterback or a wide receiver or just a very well known player, you you're not you don't necessarily know what they who they look like or who they are without their helmet on same thing with uh, baseball and NHL unless you know that you know for Clint Frazier who just came up at the Yankees not too long ago he's he's very unique because he has bright red hair um so he's very you know you can see him Bryce Harper's got a big beard and long hair uh, Noah Syndergaard has long hair DeGrom has long hair but aside from that like from any players got just a crew cut or just, you're not you're not necessarily going to know the NBA doesn't have that the most they wear is a headband but it nothing that covers their hair nothing that covers their face so they're so recognizable so when the NBA is marketing they market the players and not the teams in NFL when they say, you know, Sunday night football is Colts Patriots, well, you know that the legacy is this, you know, the history between these two franchises. Whereas in the NBA, you're like, oh, it's LeBron versus Curry. They're not saying Cleveland and the Warriors necessarily, because the big thing is, you know, this great player versus this great player. So that's one thing. Yeah, I, that also, because then a lot of the small franchises get lost. You know, the Memphis Grizzlies aren't going to be as high profile because they don't have the superstar or, you know, the trailblazers or whoever is not a part of this super team idea. So that's number one. Number two is, this is my suggestion, I have yet to hear anybody say it. All these networks, the NBA TV network, um, the NFL network, MLB network, they always do these rankings, top 100 players, top 
10 players currently. They do all these rankings. Like, the NFL does it big time. Like, they make it a big push. Like, every episode is, like, you know, 100 through 90, 91, or 90 through 81, all the way up to, you know, the number one player currently. And it's always currently. And then they've, you know, talking heads and interviews with people talking about this. Because they rank the players. Okay, how about this? NBA, you rank your players. And anybody in the top 20 has to make a minimum of this amount. They can make more if they want, but they have to make a minimum of this. Or you can only have... It's kind of like in... When you're in fantasy drafting. Like you basically, you pick your best. You pick the best. Okay, this is your marquee. In the NFL, they have the, you know... Uh, a franchise tag, but something akin to that where you say, all right, basically you can only have one of these incredible guys on there, you know, or you can only have one, you know, X player or a player or whatever it is, however you want to name it and say, you get, you get this player. Now, of course that might say, well, then you're stopping me from going to this team. Look, I, I'm not saying I have the answer I'm saying, but nobody's at least brought it up where you say, because because then parity is lost. All these franchises are getting lost because they don't have they're not a part of the super team or or they have like one of they have one player that in the past it would have made the difference or one or two players but you know in the era of free agency and money it's it's very difficult for them. The other thing it it'd be sad to do but um uh reduction in teams Maybe there's just too many teams to, you know, uh, which would be, you know, unfortunate. Or another thing, increase the roster size. There's a lot of things that can be done. Um, You also might need to think about maybe having, like how they do in Premier League soccer or in the European soccer leagues where there's relegation. You know, they're a lower tier. I mean, there's no right answer right now, especially right now. So they'll have to figure that out. Um, Yeah, so... Um, so it's, it's the end of July. We'll have more episodes coming up, but I just wanted to reach out to that. And if you're interested in, you know, having a topic or talk about, cause that's the other thing I, I'm, I'd love to hear from anybody who's listening. If you want to leave a message on our phone number, 626-427-7678, 626-427-7678. That's another reason why. <laughs> Some of the recording you might hear my son in the background. He's a little bit older. When we started this podcast, he was just a, a small baby in a um, in a uh, a swing when I would record. But as he's gotten older, you know, of course, that takes a lot of time. I'm still going to do this. This is something I enjoy doing, and I've, I've heard a couple people say that they liked it. So I'm I'm going to continue. But I would love to hear from you, um, and I'd love for anybody to be a part of the podcast as well. Um, uh, through the Fantasy Football League, through the phone calls, through messaging. You know, you can email us, everymansports at gmail.com, and, uh, you know, be a part of the conversation. And, you know, if you like the content and you want more of it, you know, that can help out. But uh, I will be back again in the month of August for sure. We'll pick it back up. And, of course, once football starts every week, you can expect it, and I'll make a much more uh, uh, stronger attempt Uh, next spring and summer to uh, bring you much more content all right well thank you very much for listening um thank you very much we do appreciate your listenership and we do appreciate that you being a part of the podcast and subscribing and getting these 
when you can. So thank you very much. Um, Andrew Danish, who is the wonderful um, voiceover artist that you hear at the beginning of the end of the show, he's going to tell you a little bit more, if not repeat the same things I said. So please, Andrew, take it away. This has been another episode of Everyman Sports. The show's music is Cold Funk by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under CC Attribution 3.0. Everyman Sports can be found on Facebook.com, where you can like it to receive updates and news. Visit Everyman Sports in the iTunes Store to leave a review of the show. Also, visit everymansports.podbean.com directly to comment and support. Everyman Sports can be contacted directly at everymansports at gmail.com.